Hello. Hello. Oh, sorry. Good. That was good. Toby, stop. But yeah, he's a musician. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Hey. We're actually here. You are actually mm. here. How good. Pete, we couldn't make it last week. Oh, no, no, no. Very tired. Well, it is awards season. <laughs> yes. Yes. I thought this. You see, I thought this. We could be up for best podcast. This week. We could okay. find out. And then. When do we find out? Possibly, this, possibly this Thursday. Week. Thursday. Okay. But, you know, the week we might find out, the podcast arrives without us. <laughs> just Mr. Davis. Look, all I'm going to say... Oh, I was off pan. Uh, all I'm going to say is there was a technical issue. Yeah. Convenient that it saved my bit saying what we're going to well, do. Well, your program was saved separately. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right. Well, let's, we not, all let's, had, not, let's not go on about have it. Have we all had a good week yeah, or fine. two? Yeah, lovely. What did we talk about last week? Can anyone remember? Um, no. We I had a can't. ramble about something, didn't we? Can't remember what it was though. Oh, what what we did here? Yeah, no. Oh, pod- can't no. Can't You're oh, on okay. holiday though. I'm on holiday at the moment. Yes, it's, it's, you've got that's, a week off. That's why it's persisting to rain outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice you got oh, you've got a week off. Yeah, how did that yeah. come around? Well, we were supposed to be doing some uh, record-breaking oh, show. Oh, I see. I see. And so when, are you, when are you back at work yeah. next week? Oh, next Monday. Yeah. All oh, right. Got so the whole week off. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. He's no. coming in here and annoying me, basically. Yeah, I'm doing nothing. Clinton doesn't want him in the house, so he's coming in. All right. <laughs> nothing to do. No. Well, well I thought it was going to be nice weather. No. It's, nice. no. it's be raining it's all the well, I'd love to have a week off. You seem to have a lot of time off. Of How many days have, off do you I have? I get six weeks a year. Holiday. How many days That's is that? That's more than... Uh, uh, Let me just normal. tell you, I got five weeks a year, and then they cut our pay by 20%. So, they gave you so I week. said, well, I want another week's holiday. And they said, yes. So it's not a good swap. Mm. How many weeks? How many days is that? Uh, 30. It's quite good. 30 days holiday. That's Most good. people get 20 or 25. 25, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah I, had to, I asked for another week because they cut our But you do work 20%. very hard, though. No, I don't. I no, really, no, you really I don't. Really I have don't. nine. You have nine? nine? Days holiday this year. That's it. For the whole year? For the whole year. That's how many you're allowed. So seven get put into Christmas. Oh. But still. So nine. it's only 16. Yeah. It's not very I started good. in March. Oh, is that because you started in March, though? Oh, it's pro rata. Yeah. Oh, uh, so what do you get normally for a full year? I don't actually know. I've done a full year. Find out in ask. January. Yeah. Well, well, I will ask. That's a bit. Start of January. Having to take seven over Christmas is a bit annoying because you might mm. not want to. No. no well, my no, other but half. It's the same with everyone. Yeah, my other yeah. half has to take three days off. Mm. But then it, the annoying thing about that is, and you she know, has to live with you. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> and I can't really talk because I don't have a proper job, obviously. No, no, no. Um, but if they're not going to open the place of business. Over Christmas, Sh- shouldn't be holiday. Then it should it should no, just no. be you've got it off. Yes, mm. because exactly. if you don't take it off as holiday, no one's going to be there. No one's going to open up. No. no, she could say I don't want to take it as holiday. I go to work. Yeah, but they won't let you because they they're closed. Him, so what's the point? Anyway, employment law. What fun? <laughs> what <well>, right? <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. It's fine. I just don't have any money. Oh dear. Anyway, busy show tonight. Pack yeah, studio. We're going to have uh, reviews of Ad Astra, mm. Rambo, Last Blood, mm. Downton. Downton Abbey, of course, and The Farewell. I think you'll like all of them. You, I th- yeah, I think I'll have strong opinions about them all. <laughs> I really do. Do you have strong opinions? I might have a strong opinion. <laughs> yeah. Toby, what, what, what have you seen this week? Um, oh, the... Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't end up seeing anything. But do, do you just gonna, like us so much that I'm gonna, you just Honestly, like honestly I'm going to come back next week and definitely see something. I don't okay. believe you. Well, yeah, you're going to have to this time. We've kind of heard it before. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I had to work this weekend. Okay. So. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Cinemas are opening in the evening. 
Just yeah. saying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but after a day's work, I was going to play. I start at 7 30 in the morning. After a well. day's work, something that actually does work. Oh, okay. I would you probably no, want to go to cinema afterwards? Go home, don't you? Yeah, Relax. Yeah. yeah. Um, Toby, the phone's ringing. Can you just go yeah, and sure. get But don't, obviously, don't be late. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't. Don't be late. It's the joke that keeps on giving me. Really, Grab me a coffee while you're out. Oh, he's gone. Toby, come back. To- Toby. Duncan wants a coffee. Good. There we go. Oh, uh, uh, should we start the show? Should we start then? the show? Yeah, yeah, Toby normally does, doesn't he? How did that go wrong? Toby, <laughs> Toby come back quickly, Toby. We uh, can, we're not qualified. <laughs> Toby, can you start the show and then, and then, go and then get leave again? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, How are you yeah. going to start the show? I don't know. Um, Monday movies. Quite like that. That's good. Now you can you go? go now. You can go now, Toby. Quick, the music don't, started, Toby. Don't be late. Right, Toby. So I really is, isn't it? Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Uh, welcome to the show. Duncan Strip here with you for the next hour of film-related fun and trivia and reviews. Uh, joined in the studio, as always, by Mr. Luke Davis. Hello. Uh, Mr. Mason Cunningham. Hello. I nearly forgot his surname <laughs> You're there. You're struggling with names, Mason. And, of course, Sam's here. Yeah, Sam, yeah, me. Sam or Tom or... It's Ben. Ben. It's Ben. Alan. It's Ben Mason, and that's Mason. So this is why I'm confused. No, it's Tom Tom Mason. It's not Ben. sorry, what? (laughs) If it it makes you feel any better, you can call me Mace, like everyone else Okay, it's not your name. I've got problems with Mason. (laughs) Not yet, anyway. It's um, Toby over here that I'm... (laughs) No, he's not here yet. He's not here yet. No, okay. It's um, Tom. Tom. Excellent. Well done. Well done, me. Brace yourselves, everybody. Oh, it's going to be a long hour. There it is. It's going to be a long hour. Toby will be along later. Probably. Hopefully, yes. Um, We're going to count down the uh, top ten films in the UK box office. We'll have a little bit of film news and four film reviews this week. The Farewell, Ad Astra, which is Latin, you know. Is it? (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, Rambo, Last Blood and Downton Abbey. A week late, but we got there in the end. Hurrah. So, should we start... With the top ten. Shall we? Yes. Uh, this week's number ten, Fast and Furious, possibly present Hobson Shaw. Uh, not great. Don't start, we haven't got enough time. I'm not going to rant. No? No, it's just, it's just disappointing. Because it's, it's got, got the, the rock, rock in, in it. it. And the last two or three Fast and Furiouses have been uh, very, very good. Uh, but this was just very disappointing. This didn't rock and a bit your silly. heart. Uh, can I just, just say, because Tom here... <laughs> sees more films than Anyone. everybody else put yeah. together apart from myself obviously so if we mention a film Tom and you've seen it put your hand up well, that way I'll know that we can come to you okay. I'd say the same to you Luke but there'll be no point there wouldn't be no. uh, so yeah Hobson Shaw very disappointing uh, okay uh, this week's number nine Toy Story 4 <laughs> I'm going to say that Tom, Ben or Sam has possibly seen it. I'm not it. sure. I told him to put his hand up and all he did was act surprised when you said it. Like, you'd, you'd, Yeah, you shocked him. Uh, you have seen it? I have seen it. Oh, okay. Well, I think it's really good. It was um, a, a worry that it might spoil the original trilogy because mm. it's like the perfect trilogy. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually very, very good. It's got a good story. It's got a nice ending, uh, nice new characters, which you think are going to spin off. I think off, that's going to be the spin off, yeah. Uh, the two, Keenan uh, and Peel, you think are yeah. going to spin off uh, characters. But no, it was really really good very very uh, entertaining for kids and adults alike uh, tom ben sam what did what did you think <laughs> uh yeah i actually yeah I, I thought it was really really good um i thought the new characters were great uh the only thing i would uh, really really funny actually in places i thought the only thing i would change was maybe a, a bit more variety in where they are because they just run around the same area for a for a very long time perhaps maybe diversity maybe 
Do you agree? Yes, I do. Yes. Uh, no, I don't. Sorry, I was trying to get <laughs> getting a different microphone there. No, I no, I, because they always do, don't they? In the last three, they kind oh, of they kind of stuck to one location. That's right. So true. it was quite quite nice that it was out of the house. Hmm. The last one was they at my age. It's good to get out of the house. It is. in your head. The last one they came out of the house because they went to a rubbish tip. Yes, they did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they don't, you know, they don't leave the country. Oh, no, I what you mean. No, okay, fair point. Okay, okay. Uh, this week's number eight is... <laughs> da, 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 yes. Dora. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Why have we got um, Toby in that going, yes? Yes. Yeah, a real surprise. I thought it was really good. I've never seen the, t- the kids' TV no. animation, so I didn't know what it was about. I knew it was about a girl called Dora who liked to explore. <laughs> well done, obviously, you. Obviously, self-explanatory. But I thought it was really good. It's um, very knowing. She's a very annoying character. I'm not sure if the cartoon character is annoying. Well, how do you mean in an yeah. annoying? She knows. She knows everything. Oh right, yes. And she has a song for everything. Yes, yeah, she does. And it's very, very. That's annoying. just any lead TV character, isn't like kids TV character. Well, being an adult, I don't watch kids TV. Well, so, no, that's uh, but in this, uh, the rest of the cast pick her up every time she's about to sing a song and uh, take the mickey out of her and it's very self-deprecating it's very funny it's from an English director who did the last two Muppet movies oh. uh, so yeah it's really good and there's a lovely scene where they turn back into cartoon characters because well because you they, say it's nice it's a bit weird for a kid it's a bit film. weird because they they go through a poppy field or with these plants and they disturb them and all this stuff starts coming out and they inhale it and then it's they basically yeah, have a trip they're basically having an LSD trip yeah. which is a bit odd it's in a kids, kids film, film. It yeah to, it's a yes, bit weird it is a bit weird yeah. but it works it's very good uh, this week's number 7 floating around here for the last couple of weeks Casino Royale oh it's still there it's gone I up thought, I thought it was the last week last week but apparently not no still no, going still, still going. going well uh, Stranger Things doesn't start until November no, so they probably true. finish in September, then they have a month to get Stranger Things ready, and then that will be in the chart, probably. Fair enough. Uh, it's fallen this week. This week's number six, Angel Has Fallen. It has, mm. yes. A surprise, because the first two are absolutely terrible. Mm. first one's pretty terrible. The second one is really terrible. Yeah. Although, after one of the films I've watched this week, my perception, of, my perception of what is terrible, right. the bar has been um, raised as to what is terrible. Uh, Wait till you hear about Downton Abbey. Uh, <laughs> but this is actually really good. It's um, it's less over the top than the first two. It's more realistic. It's got more of a sense of humour. And it's got Nick Nolte growl- growling his way through uh, most of his scenes, which is hilarious. Every time you say that, I think we're going to say Nick Nolte. N- Nick Nolte, no, no, no. That'll be the next one. Is that the next so one? Okay. House has fallen, and Nick Knowles will turn up with a DIY SOS <laughs> nice. team, okay. and they will rebuild it. That's, I like that. That's I think the they should do that. One. Yeah, it's but no, it's good. If you if you didn't like the first two, and that's put you off being seeing the third one, uh, don't go and see it. It's good. Yeah, I I oh that sounds like a Toby's here. Is it a Toby? That's no, a Toby. How exciting! Um, yeah, I was surprised that you actually. No, I was very surprised but then maybe that's because I went in with such low expectations because of the first two that I was expecting it to be that's absolutely terrible yeah mm, maybe if this <laughs> maybe maybe if this was a sta- the first film in a, in a franchise yes. and I hadn't seen the first two yeah. I might not be quite so nice about it that is true but the fact that the first two were so terrible uh, this was a pleasant surprise although it's all set in America obviously obviously uh, and, in and Surrey is, did you say it is quite telling that a lot of it is filmed here even yes. though it's supposed to be in America, and it's quite, you can tell, excuse me, you can tell when um, it's moved into England because right. there's a lot of outdoor shots around tower blocks. Okay, and they're quite obviously not American tower blocks; they're quite obviously Croydon. Right, so, that's fair enough. Yeah, okay. but yeah, it works. Uh, guess what? 
What? Toby's there. Oh, good grief. Hello. Oh, you've grown a beard. I know, I'm trying well, to... You, he's you, on holiday. I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to look like you. Oh, right, OK. You might kind need of, some dye. I kind of... This is the... This is like a before and after yeah. ageing. How long is that? How long is that? About a, a little bit of an inch there. No, no. How long it taken? How long have you been growing? Uh, five days. All oh, right, yeah, it's not bad. But it's grey, which is horrible. It's not, you know, like you. Well, you, could, you could dye it. Oh, for God's sake. No? OK. <laughs> uh, hi, Toby, how are you? Yeah, not bad, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. Yeah. You had a good week? Yeah. Hey, bad. hang on. You're not in tra- just because you're sitting in the driving seat, you are not in charge. That took you ages. I know, I yeah. just realised. Why, why are you going to switch around? Well, because we thought it'd be easier, because I've been here since four o'clock. And I don't know if you've noticed, you know last week when we did the podcast, mm. and we recorded a good 20 minutes intro and outro, didn't mm. we? Yeah? If yeah. you listen to the podcast, it's just Luke. We've been expunged from the recording. Uh, this week's number five... <laughs> The Lion King. Well, lots of people have seen this, haven't they? Yes, so I'll hand it over to uh, Toby first. Go on, me. Go on, Toby. Yeah, you. Well, um, <laughs> obviously, it's not as good as the original, even though it's the same. But the cinematically and, you know, the, the landscapes and the animation was It's not incredible. animation. Like it's, it's live action, as we learned last week. The, um, the live action was <laughs> incredible. Uh, no, the landscapes are amazing. Um, it's... It, it's very realistic, apart from some of the voice acting and some of the the uh, animals' like reactions and facial expressions. Well, someone's done a, a version where they've changed the the live action version and put like animated faces on it, and it actually works that way. It would as well. work better yeah. because singing animals will work if they look a little bit over the top. top and yeah. a singing lion looks silly. Yeah, it's and funny like that, I, isn't it? And like I said, a lion looks like a lion. Doesn't make a happy lion doesn't look any different from a, a, a miserable lion. No, and that's what's wrong with it because they can't make them. You know, they've got no expression. Whereas animated animals have expressions. They do. Yeah, Ben, Tom, Sam. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. I liked the voice acting. I liked the comedy editions, but uh, a bit unnecessary. Did we need another another line? No, we did not. No, we you know, did not. Do you know why they did it? Money, 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 money. That's why they did it. Yes. Yeah, that's why they did it. Yeah. Uh, this week's number four: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now then, as Toby said last week, he was rushing out to see this so that he could join him. <laughs> no, okay. No. <laughs> uh, There's a shock. No, it's fine though because we know what Toby always thinks of films. Oh, yeah. They they're just fantastic. Oh, I thought you were going to... Oh, no, I wasn't going to play the clip, no. Oh, OK, right, OK. I would have done. Um, it's good. It's not great. It's not top-tier Tarantino, uh, if I'm allowed a little bit of alliteration. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's, you are. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's entertaining. It's very talky. It's very, uh, there's no need for it to be two and three-quarter hours long. If this was any other person who had made this film, the, someone in the film company would have said you've got to lose half an hour of the dialogue because a lot of it is just... You've seen it, haven't you, Tom yeah. Bensam? Uh, a lot of it is that... That's what I'm going to call it. I like that you're remembering that, that more than his name. I can name. remember Tom Bensam, yeah. 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 Um, it is just you're following two people throughout a day and they're just talking about yeah. their day. There's a lot of dialogue. There's an awful lot of dialogue. And then it all kicks off. Like I said, I was curious as to why it had an 18 certificate for the first two hours i was thinking why has this got an 18 certificate surely this is only a 15 it's just a bit of swearing and then the last 15 minutes it's Kicks like off. oh i see that's why it's got an 18 certificate yeah tom bensam yeah i like to know i really like the characters i like the last 20 seconds i can't say i like the ending because then i look like a psychopath well i like the last 20 seconds <laughs> as we found out last week as we found out last week <laughs> The last 20 minutes is hard to watch, mm. isn't it? I think even I had to avert my it's eyes strong. at one point because yeah. it is incredibly strong, yeah. Yeah, it's not nice. 
and he is rewriting history, history. like mm. he did in Inglorious, which is yeah. quite nice. I quite like yes, it. it is nice. Yes, <laughs> it's nice. Is it's that a good review nice. of the film? Nice. No, it's, it's, nice. it's a good. It's a good hour and three quarter film. Okay, that actually goes on for two hours and three quarters. But you could have lost at bit. least a half an hour. Could have gone okay. easily. Yeah. But he's very self indulgent. Fair enough. Uh, this week's number three, Hustlers. Huge surprise. This was really good. This is a film starring J-Lo. Uh, it's about a group of women who work in strip clubs, um, pole dancing clubs in America, who are uh, being treated really badly by bankers. Uh, this is back in the 80s. Uh, no, sorry, it's back in the early 2000s. And in 2008... I was say, it didn't look very no, 80s. No, no. <laughs> I was thinking of 2008. And then in 2008, it's Black Friday, the, the stock market crashes, and they decide to get their bank, own back on all the bankers by ripping them off. Um, I didn't know much about it when I went in to see it. And it's really good. It's really entertaining. J-Lo is fantastic. Mm. I mean, I've never said that about J-Lo. Oh, no, actually, she was in Out of Sight, wasn't she? Steven Soderbergh's film yes. with George Clooney, and she was very good in that. But since then, it's been rom-coms. But she's really good. She is, re- And the people are talking about Oscars, which is a bit early, but um, it's a possibility. Do you think it's a possibility? It is a possibility, because is, she is really, really good in it. I'm very, very surprised. It's well worth seeing. Well worth seeing it. My friend saw it, said it was very good. There you go, then. There you go. There you go. Maybe your friend should be here instead of you. (laughs) (laughs) If he's watching films. Uh, Does he watch a lot of films? He he watched some, yeah. What's his name? What's his number? I just (laughs) put it in my phone. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good, and I'm glad it's doing so well. Good. It's very hashtag me too. Oh, right, okay. Very hashtag me too. Uh, This week's number two, it chapter two. I know who I said it. <laughs> Tom Bentham. I liked it a lot. Really liked the plot, really liked the casting, um, really liked the cinematography behind it. The only things I didn't like was didn't like the ending that much, didn't like the final confrontation, and I didn't like the over-reliance on CGI for some of the scares, because the best scares they do are when it's real actors. See, I didn't think there was that much CGI apart from the end, which I didn't like the end, but then the end of the first one was very similar. Yeah. I didn't like the They've end of the They've got this over-reliance to turn the monsters into, into CGI monsters, because, you know, the, the old woman becomes an old woman still but but then one out of CGI and it's oh, much yes, more scary did, when yes. she's a human yes yes she was a scary old woman yeah yes uh, yeah so it's the second part of the It story uh, it's the second half of the book and it, it is really good it's sort of a big blockbuster horror film which you don't get much anymore and the yeah. cinematog- cinematography is really good the, cu- <laughs> the up casting is really good from the kids mm. to the adults is very good uh, and there are some there's some genuine scares in it which you don't you can't say about a lot of horrors no these days no but I enjoyed it. Good. You'd hate it, obviously. I would hate it. I'm not going anywhere near You're a big girl's blouse. I am and You would be scared. Yes. Uh, but it is really, really good. Toby, are you going to see it? Well, I haven't seen the first one. So um, I need to go and see the first yeah. one first. Uh, I'm just thinking, could you watch this without seeing the first one? And oh. you could... And it would still make sense. I'll tell you what, I'll watch the trailer for the first one, then I'll watch the second one. Okay. Or just, like, read the plot on Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. That would do but it. You could. you could. Yes, you could watch it without having seen... Um, any of the other uh, any of the others there's only one <laughs> the other the one the other one the other one yes yeah. you could so yeah but it's, or you could watch good. the other the older version of the film the old film TV programme the, t- the two part TV yeah. series which I watched a bit of it this week just because I, I remember it being really good and really Compare? scary when I was a kid yeah. and it, it's not held up very well no, okay. the only thing that's held up is Tim Curry's Pennywise which is still very scary and still very good. But the rest of it is all a bit shonky. No, dear. It's all a bit shonky-wonky. Uh, guess what this week's number one is? 
Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Which uh, I have been. See- I think I'm the only person who's been to see I think it you because are. I imagine everybody else here thinks that's not for me. Am I right? No. no, I've seen the TV series. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, yeah, the old oh, episode. Okay, okay. Not a lot. Oh, we've actually got the theme music as well. How marvellous! Don't because it, it give me goosebumps. It is a really good, your eyes are watering already. What's going on? <laughs> it's a really lovely piece of theme music. It's though, a lovely it? piece yeah. of theme music. Yes, it is. Uh, so this is the big screen adaptation, not adaptation. Sorry, the big screen version of the TV series, which ran for I think think six series yeah. uh, and was very well received everywhere. Even made an appearance, of course, in Avengers. Did it not in the first Avengers? film when Happy Hogan is in hospital <laughs> yes, and he doesn't like is. being disturbed yes. because he's watching an episode of Downton, Downton Abbey on the TV yeah, um, so what most British TV series do when they go to the big screen is they usually completely muck it up because they leave the location that they're famous for so mm. famously in the um, 70s and 80s stuff like on the buses and stuff like that would had big screen versions and Are You Being Served even had a, a film um, and what they do is they would always go on holiday Yes. So Are You Being Served was funny because it was set in a department store. So, But what they did is take all the characters and they took them on a package holiday, which didn't work. Like so the Inbetweeners. What, like the Inbetweeners. It, it did work. But <laughs> yeah. that's, yes, but, yeah, because the location wasn't what was so important to the, oh, the story, I, I would say. But thanks for trying to trip me up. <laughs> so... Um, so th- what this does is it does it right because it, the, the whole of the action is contained within Downton Abbey and the town in which mm. it's set, which I can't remember. So uh, every character's come back, well, every character that's still alive that's come back, obviously the dead ones remain dead. They, d- they don't do a Dallas, someone's <laughs> in the shower, stuff like that. Um, and... <laughs> You know the Dallas reference, yeah? Yes, definitely. That's Bobby in the shower. No. Oh, they had a terrible series in Dallas. Bobby, the JR's brother, died. Right. Uh, and then they had a terrible series and ratings went down. So the first episode of the season after, Bobby comes out of the shower to say that the whole of the last season was just a dream. And they scrapped the whole season and started again. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Um, so this involves... Down, the, uh, the people who live in Downton Abbey, the Granthams, have got a letter from Buckingham Palace to say that the King and Queen are coming to stay for one night, which is what they did uh, back in the 1920s, I think it's set. Um, the, the royal family, to improve their image, would travel around the country to meet the people, and they would stay in country houses um, all around the country. So they're coming to Downton Abbey for one night, uh, which excites everybody because all the staff think they're going to get to serve them, which is great, and the obviously the Lord and Lady Grantham, it's a prestige for them. Uh, but what happens is, before they arrive, the royal butler arrives with his staff to tell them that none of the staff need to do anything because they're taking over and they're doing everything themselves. Awkward. Awkward. Yes, yes. Uh, which causes a revolt in the downstairs staff at Downton Abbey because they actually want to um, serve the royal family, obviously. Um, and that's the crux of the plot, how they're going to get the, ro- the royal butlers and his staff out of the way so that they can serve them. And there's, there's loads of other subplots going on as well. There's a political thing, of course, the Irish problem that was going on at the time. So there's a whole plot about someone who is um, brought in, he's going to try and assassinate the king. And it's done away with like that so quickly they just you find out what he's going to do and they get rid of him and it's never mentioned again and there's all these little plots which they do manage to bring up talk about and then wrap up before the end of the film which is quite clever they don't leave any um loose Loose strings, loose ends, that? loose ends. That's it. Loose ends. That's that's phrase. Loose strings work as well. Loose strings work as well. Yeah. Um, so you've got Imelda Staunton who comes in as um, Lady Grantham's cousin. 
and she lived in another stately home and uh, Maggie Smith's character doesn't like her because she's going to leave all her estate. Her nearest relative is now Lord Grantham, so Maggie Smith thinks that Lord Grantham should inherit her estate as well, but she's giving it to her lady in waiting ah. and they don't know why so there's a whole subplot about that which is all wrapped up as well which is rather nice and it works really well because it is just a big version of the tv series uh, it's like a big christmas special without there being any christmas in it but the the tv series itself was cinematic because it was it's set in this yeah. massive country house uh, and it was a very cinematic I mean, series the music it's very cinematic i, I mean start crying. This, this bit here this the bit where the music swells up like that yeah. they don't use that properly like that until about 10 minutes in when the camera pans up the the drive and the house appears and that music comes on and i got goosebumps and a tear in my eye Aww. for some strange reason i mean i wasn't you know i'm not a diehard downton have yeah i was <laughs> yeah. no, no, i think there is some there no there is i think it's probably more the music there is something about an orchestra, orchestral Kestrel? piece of music, yes, very loud, yes, with some like nice pictures. Exactly. Never think yeah. about it. There is there is absolutely nothing to dislike in the film. If if anyone comes out of this saying they didn't like it, that means they've never seen the TV show, right? Yeah, okay. Because if you've seen the TV show and you've enjoyed it, then there is absolutely nothing in this to dislike. It's it's as bad and as good as the TV show because the TV show was really well acted, had great characters, but it became very soapy, right? Very soapy storylines. It, it was basically EastEnders in a country mansion, <laughs> and this has all those wow. this has all those same problems, and it has all the same plus points as well, and and it works. It's just great escapist entertainment. I loved it. Out of ten. Oh, eight out of oh, ten. I was, I was expecting nine actually. Well, no, no, because. The fl- the, I mean, the faults are apparent, mm. as they were in the TV series, because the TV series had terrible faults, because it would skip forward years and years right, in, in okay. time, and things were just completely forgotten. Uh, but it just, just works really well, it look, and it looks fantastic. And there'll be another one, because it's uh, the number one film in America this week. So it's, it beat, is, it's, it's beaten Ad Astra and Rambo Last Blood. It's taken more money than both of those. As films. of yesterday, uh, it has grossed $31 million yes. in America and $30.8 million in Canada. Yeah, so it's a huge hit. Worldwide, oh. $61 million. Yeah, yep. and it probably cost about... Five million to make or something. <laughs> About five pounds. Yeah. Uh, the uh, budget, how much do you think? Oh, I don't know. It's probably 20 million. Okay. Toby, Sam, Ben, Tom, Harry? 40 million. 40? Mm, 27. Million. Mason? Yeah, I'd say. It, it was 13 to 20 million. Oh, 13 to 20. So, yeah, they're so not we're sure. all right. We're all right. <laughs> well done. That's what we like. So, anyway, that's Downton Abbey, which is out everywhere right now and obviously it took i think it took about six million at the uk box office in its first weekend which everyone thought that's not that good but then it's not aimed at an audience that are rushing out to see a film on its opening weekend you know there's going to be a lot of gray-haired people at the cinema during the day so i think by the following weekend it will probably take the same again i don't think there'll be much of a drop-off no There we go, Downton Abbey, out everywhere now. Uh, What do you want next? You've got uh, The Farewell, which we only want to... uh, Let's just quickly do this, because you can't actually see it in Wickham. So I had to travel. I had to travel. You had to travel? To London? No. No. Hemel Hempstead. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Question. Tell me what you think about me. Was that the closest place to visit? Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, It was showing in Hemel Hempstead... Ealing and Watford. They were the three nearest Question. cinemas. Tell me what you think about me. Why? Uh, because it hasn't had a huge release. So, and the annoying thing is, and trust me, 
I tweeted Cineworld. Oh, I bet you did. Uh, Cineworld here have been trailering it for the last four weeks. So I've seen oh. the trailer virtually every time I've been to the cinema, and then they decided uh, it's not going to be showing. Did they reply to you? Yes, they said we can't always get the films we want. But hang on, if they <laughs> hang on, so they must have beforehand know they were probably weren't going to get it. Uh, I would think so. So but, why did know. they trailer it? Oh, I wasn't in the mood for a Twitter spat, <laughs> to be honest. But well done. who knows? <laughs> Always a worry when I say <laughs> really Twitter is. spat, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, so very quickly, farewell stars Aquafina, who you would have seen last in Ocean's Eight as a Chinese woman living in New York. Um, she's told her grandmother, who lives in China, has been diagnosed with terminal cancer, uh, but the grandmother hasn't been told the fact because apparently in Chinese culture um, it's not the illness that kills you it's the fear of the illness so the the idea is you don't tell someone so they just carry on living and they're not worrying about an illness Uh, she's not happy with that but uh, they're having a, a wedding in China so that everyone can go over there on the pretense of the wedding but actually to say goodbye to their grandmother and it's a really sweet low key comedy uh in subtitled the trailer's got the subtitles but three people sitting in front of me in um in Hemel Hempstead were obviously disgusted that it was subtitled <laughs> because they walked out after 10 minutes oh dear. Uh, they weren't happy with it at all but it's it's really sweet and if you can seek it out I mean they might get it here we'd like to list where it's available now yeah uh, so Reading Hemel Hempstead Watford Richmond uh, Westfield uh, Kingston Finchley Road uh, Lux Swiss Cottage Swiss oh. Cottage wherever that is uh, Swiss co- do you know where Swiss Cottage is? no never heard of it no you complain that I don't know anything about Wickham. Where is it? It's not in Wickham, though, is it? Uh, it's kind of the bottom of the M1. Well, that's not around Wick- Brent Cross area. It's not Wickham, though. Uh, Wandsworth, <laughs> and uh, that's about yeah. it. So if you can search, seek it out, if you want a low-key, heartwarming comedy, uh, it's well worth seeing. That's called The Farewell. The Farewell. Very nice. Out of ten? Eight again. Ooh. It's two eights. Two eights. Yeah. Can we make it three? Good. Should we try for three eights? Yeah, let's try for three let's eights. Let's do Ad Astra. Okay. Now, I shall rest my voice because other people have seen it. No, it was th- this is the problem. I wasn't talking about you. Oh, other people have seen it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what what was it that Toby said as we were leaving last yeah, night? What was it Toby on, said to I us? Do you remember? I think he said, "I'm going to watch Ad Astra." That's right. right. Yes. Right. So I forgot I had work yesterday. Hang on, you forgot you had work. Yes. On a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was oh, a dear. one-off, and I forgot. And I said to my dad, "Let's go and watch it on Sunday," and then. Oh, change jobs. No one wants to work on a Sunday. I know. Uh, so to Ad Astra, this. Oh, poor Tony. Oh, we're playing. <laughs> Sad music Sad for music you. For yeah, you. where's this from? Uh, this is Simon Bates, mm. our song. Oh. Back in the 1990s. Should you do a quiz show? Sorry? Should you do a quiz show? We should instead. do a quiz show, yeah. We can do, do that. If you want to, we can do, you know, we've got. Can you tell who's sitting in the control? Question seat? number one. <laughs> we can do everything. Mm-hmm. He's just showing <laughs> off. And this is why I don't like him sitting there. Because he thinks he's running the show. OK, Ad Astra. This is the new space epic from James Gray starring Brad Pitt. Sam, Tom, Ben, why don't you tell us the basic plot of Ad Astra? Ad Astra, it's about um, a guy, uh, played by Brad Pitt, whose um, father disappeared a few years ago on a trip to Neptune uh, to try and find uh, extraterrestrial life. Uh, and uh, recently there's been something called the surge which has been uh, threatening the earth because of all these waves coming along destroying technology and so he sent off firstly to Mars and then to Neptune to track down what's what's happening and see if his dad is still alive that's better put than I would have done it much better well done much more succinct and is that Latin is that Astra Latin Ad Astra uh, is Latin it means to the stars (gasps) yeah Yeah. well done that's very typical yeah it says that at the start of the film doesn't it 
I didn't actually know that, but oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. It says, it says Ad Astra changes to the stars. Oh. So, yeah, so this is a new Brad Pitt film, which has got rave reviews, five-star reviews everywhere. Uh, everyone said it's uh, absolutely fantastic. Tom, Ooh. what did you think? I really liked it. Oh. Uh, I liked a lot of things about it. I like the acting. I like the... There's a lot of arty shots in it, which I really liked. I like the props as well, the way that it's kind of in the future, but just enough so that it's reasonably believable. Um, and I like the way that they... It kind of analyses this idea of... of um, uh, obsession mixed with abandonment so um the main you know the protagonist feels abandoned by his father and is um almost mirrors his father because both him and his father are very obsessive people the only bits i didn't like were i didn't like are we allowed to do spoilers can we do spoilers we can oh hang on oh, uh, how many spoilers person in the driving seat may have a spoiler warning spoiler warning there we go spoilers for Astra. I didn't like the uh interaction with his father Tommy Lee Jones uh i didn't like it because his father is displayed this really obsessive character who's come all this way, he's left his family, he, he says things to his son like, you know, I never cared about you. It's really, really deep stuff. And then all it takes is Brad Pitt two minutes to just say, yeah, come on. And he leaves. That's it. Um, and then, and then he, he, uh, he offs himself for, and it's not really explained why, because you'd think he would get, want to go back to his work. And also the surge that's, you know, destroying Earth, like the main reason why he's come, it's just supposed to be because they had a fight. And that was the yes. result. You would yeah. think, you know, it's quite advanced technology. You wouldn't think having a punch up in a spaceship would cause <laughs> something like that. It doesn't really seem that plausible. I would have preferred if it was like he needed to. The surge is a result of him trying to find extraterrestrial life, and so it's kind of disregarding humanity uh, in exchange for him trying to do his work, which is his personality. We also don't get to see the. Um, consequences that the main character goes through because it, on route from Mars to Neptune he ends up actually accidentally killing like, three people and oh, we, we don't massive see spoiler there, massive, massive spoiler, spoiler there. <laughs> but we don't see any of that we don't see him go to court or anything which would which would be nice because there's also at the ending there's this idea of like shared burden because he's he's finally letting down his emotional walls so that he can talk to his his girlfriend uh, and, and it would have been nice to, for that to be like the shared burden kind of idea. But other than that, I thought the overarching plot was Duncan, really good. Well, Duncan, can well, we just have an on-air production? Yeah, can sure. we get... He's really good. No, uh, he's no, showing no, us all no, up. No, 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 no. The word you need is too good. Oh, he's too oh, good, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yes. Me and Toby are feeling suddenly inadequate yeah. over here. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Yeah. 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 Um, I kind of agree. I didn't like it as much as I hoped I mm. would. So the opening scene of him falling free-falling from right. halfway but is really good yeah. and really fantastic and then it, it's an arty space version of Apocalypse Now because really Apocalypse awesome. Now is about a soldier being sent deep into the Vietnam to kill Colonel Kurtz who's gone rogue and this is about him being sent deep into space to mm. kill um, someone who's gone rogue and if that's all it was I would have liked it if it was a thoughtful space opera. Mm. I would have really liked it, an intelligent one. But it's as though he'd done the film, given it to the producers, and they said, "Oh no, no, no! You need, you need, you need a space buggy chase, and you, that was- and you need some mad thing in a spaceship for no apparent reason to attack you." Um, and you need, and the, there's these action oh, well, scenes. I, like the, I didn't mind those things. Did I, I didn't mind them, but oh, it was cool. You don't see that a lot. In a different film, it, oh, it was yeah, like okay, two. Yeah. It was like two films that have been welded together, and for me, it didn't work. Mm. And the constant voiceover, was which was dramatic. basically explaining everything to you, as yeah. though you know, we realised that well, this is an intelligent film. And, 
you're all a little bit thick. So Brad Pitt is going to voice over exactly what he's doing and what he's thinking because you can't possibly work out what Brad's thinking. I mean, Brad's really good. Yeah. Although he doesn't, you know. Sorry, Brad. He doesn't do Are you best friends with him? <laughs> Brad's really good in this film. Yeah. Mr. Pitt. I've got his number in my phone. Have you? Yeah. He doesn't know. Go on. Um, Ring him now. Prove it. All right, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and I got bored. And there's a scene at the end where the confrontation where his father, where he has to literally let his father go, which yeah. is obviously the big moment where you're supposed to be welling up and crying. And I felt absolutely nothing. I yeah, think it's really disappointing. Either. And it's got one of the worst um, cases of a poor woman just being there as a token. Um, <laughs> Liv Tyler, who plays his wife slash girlfriend, whichever it is. I mean, she gets about two scenes and she, it doesn't she, say anything. just a scry, cry, cry on a Skype call oh, yeah. and then cry when she walks through some double doors near the end because he's come back. And that's it. I thought, why have you got Liv Tyler? You can get anybody. You just need a... You, you know, get Toby. You could have got Toby to do and it. And then cut him out. Cut it out afterwards when you realise he's not a woman. What's that beard doing? So, yeah. I mean, and it, it looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. It I looks really like fantastic. It. I want that on a T-shirt. What's what? that beard doing? <laughs> it looks fantastic. It's beautifully made, but I just feel it was two films yeah. shoved together. Yeah, I can do that. And it's also very reminiscent of Event Horizon. Mm. Which is a, 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 a bonk. Have you seen anyone seen Event Horizon? No, no, no. It's a bonkers science fiction film about a spaceship being sent to the far reaches of the Earth because someone's opened a black hole into the into an evil dimension. It's got Sam Neill, Jason Isaacs. It's got a really good cast. But space films seem to be either really good or just terrible. Yeah. Well, no, this is neither. You see, this is somewhere. In the middle. It, it's not really good. It's certainly not terrible. It's just <coughs> a bit dull, right? And a bit worthy. And I would have rather had the space buggies and the things in the spaceships and the yeah. fights on the space station and stuff like that and done a proper action film or gone with your gut and done the serious film it was also a bit underwhelming I just thought the final meeting between those two the whole film builds up to that and it's basically just hi yes. I don't like you yes. come home yes and I, yeah, and I just didn't care I didn't care about their relationship so I wasn't moved yeah. So this is another film, like Once Upon a Time in America, that Toby was looking forward to going to see, and, and now he's thinking... It. Once Upon a Time in where? In Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in America is a brilliant film that you should watch. That's, oh, that is actually a film? Uh, Robert De Niro, oh, okay. James Woods, it's, yes, it's a okay. three-and-a-half-hour three epic. Brilliant. Um, Sam, Tom, Harry, uh, out of ten? Mm, 7.2. Oh, blimey. <laughs> Duncan, 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 Duncan. <laughs> Sort of six and a half, seven. Wow, we're doing all the points now. Because it does look good, and it's obviously mm. really, really yeah. well made, and there's a lot of thought being gone into it. But it's, it's. I think, I think there must have been studio interference. Yeah. When he, he was, they were looking at the dailies, saying, "This is too arty. This is too intelligent. Mm. You need a fight, and you need us." I mean, the space buggy. <laughs> can we just? Can I just talk? Spoilers. Have we got? The we can have a spoiler. Thank you. So they're on the moon. It's space moon. pirates. They're on the moon, aren't they? Yeah, they're on the moon. So they're on the moon. The they arrive the at the space base on the moon, space. and then they have to get in a space buggy and drive to the far side of the moon because no one's supposed to know that this rocket is taking off. They're halfway there, and two other space buggies with men with kind of space, space guns pirates. come in, and you think, well, who are they? And then they're never mentioned again, oh. and it's just completely forgotten. Yeah, and it, was, it was just kind of pointless. It was like 
a scene from another film had just been dropped in. And then the idea is that they're like fighting over resources because they're pirates. But other than that, it's not really. You keep saying pirates. Was that mentioned in they the said film? Earlier, did like they pirates. say it's pirates? Yeah, yeah. They say pirates. They, on this thing that I'm reading, it says pirates. But I, also, well, I missed that. There's eight production companies on this film. How long was the intro? If they showed them all, I'm not sure they did. They did for the farewell. Say. There was about four minutes of um, yeah. companies that came up before that. And there's lots of producers, including Brad Pitt himself. Yes. Yeah. Well, his uh, plan B is his company. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I don't think he realised he was a rapper. Oh, was he? <laughs> I didn't realise that was him. He's very good at rapping. Oh no, he's not plan B. No, I realised no, that. No. Yeah, okay. uh, but yes. So, Ad Astra, you going to go and see it now? Well, is there any point now? <laughs> <laughs> you have a, you there, have opinions. There is, they yes. might not be the same as Duncan or correct. I might be wrong. Yeah, but I now know what happens. Oh yeah, that is true. So you're just taking your headphones off. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Did say spoilers. Tim, Tim Evans, I can still hear. Um, <laughs> Luke, Luke doesn't know how headphones work. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wickham Sound. I did go and see Rambo: Last Blood, so oh, yes. I suppose I should talk about it, Probably. shouldn't I? Go on, okay, then. let's uh, get this out of the way. Hang on, I feel like I need to go. Brace yourselves, everybody. <laughs> Strap yourselves in. So this is the fifth Rambo film. Uh, it stars Sylvester Stallone again as John Rambo. He's now living peacefully on a ranch in Nevada uh, with his... Uh, I couldn't work out, it's, it's his niece. I'm not sure who the old woman is he's living with. But, I did, I, you know, five minutes in, I couldn't care less. Um, the girl has found out that uh, she knows who her father. A friend is in Mexico and she says she's found her father because she's of Mexican descent, this girl, and she wants to meet him. John Rambo says, no, you can't. Your father was a horrible man. Please don't go to Mexico. But, of course, this is a film, so she goes behind his back and she goes down to Mexico where she is immediately kidnapped uh, by some sex traffickers and used by gangsters in a uh, makeshift brothel. John Rambo finds this out. He goes to Mexico. It's very easy to get in and out of Mexico, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Especially with a, uh, a, a car full of guns. Apparently, oh, really? Apparently nobody checks. <laughs> he goes down there, he rescues her, he kills one of the two brothers who are running the gang, go, brings her back to uh, America, to his ranch, which, by the way, he has built this huge network of tunnels underneath most of the ground around okay. his thing because he was a Vietnam vet so all the other films he's suffering from PTSD um, uh, and he still thinks people are going to come after him so he's got this network of tunnels underneath all his land uh, obviously the other brother comes with an army of um, terrorists with guns from Mexico because nobody checks <laughs> on the border that's you know uh, they come to kill John Rambo but they can't because the, uh, the end of the film turns into basically Home Alone uh, as they <laughs> as they I wasn't expecting as that. they try and infiltrate his house and his tunnels and he kills them all one by one in more and more gruesome and disgusting ways this is one of the nastiest Sorry, most sort of the, one of the nastiest, what? most <laughs> reprehensible films I have ever seen. You know, some films you come out and say, "Oh, that that's left a bad taste in my mouth after I, after I come out." This left a bad taste in my mouth from five minutes oh, in. Dear. It is incredibly racist. I mean, this is basically a Trump rally in film form. This is aimed at Trump supporters. Um, every Mexican in this film is either all the women are prostitutes. Uh, all the men are either gangsters, drug dealers or pimps. Yep. Uh, getting in and out of Mexico is so easy because that's what Trump wants you to believe. You can just drive across with a, a, an arsenal in your boot and no one's going to worry. Is it an arsenal team? An arsenal. Oh, right, I see. I shouldn't use big words, should no. I? No. <laughs> um, and, and then when, when they get the, the, the kills at the end are just absolutely horrible. I mean, I don't mind violence 
in a film, but this is some of the most disgusting violence I've ever seen in my life. I think it's a reprehensible film. I think people who made it, who were in it, should be ashamed of themselves. It's a horrible, horrible piece of work that doesn't deserve to be seen. And breathe. Um, now, okay. I, I haven't finished. I, can uh, keep I know. Going. I just wanted to take a break from. I feel like you're going to explode. Uh, do you think it's had a good review on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, it's probably got about 30% or something. 27, 27 from the reviewers, 85% from the audience. Yeah. Uh, what, what from the audience? 85. Mm. See, what you have to remember is the 25% of the reviews, this is all from ma the majority of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are American. So yeah. you've got the R Republican hard wing mm. papers that support Trump that will think this is absolutely fantastic. They're going to watch this and think, there, you see, Trump is right. We need a wall because these people, everybody in Mexico is horrible. <laughs> the thing is, they drive uh, into Mexico where I drove 10 years ago. We drove from San Diego across the border uh, into Mexico, into, which must be the place they go because he's only driving a few feet. And it's, it's a lovely place. You didn't see anybody who looked particularly dangerous. It was just a nice place. As soon as they get over the border in this film, every corner, uh, men, beards, moustaches, looking dodgy mm. every woman with a you know skirt up to here and a top down to there it, it just makes mexico look like the worst place in the world and that is what trump's america wants you to think it is so it sounds like taken but in mexico kind of, i hate taken i think taken is a pretty bad film compared to this taken deserves oscars for everybody <laughs> because this is honestly is one of the nastiest pieces of entertainment I've ever seen. I feel like I know the answer to this. Mm. Out of ten? Zero. Wow. Nothing. Absolutely You can use nothing. minuses. You use minus for something else this year. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I, I didn't know I could use minuses. Yeah, in that case, minus ten. Okay, good. Well, and even... Why didn't you walk... Well, no, sure, if it's a minus ten, surely you would have walked out. No, because, you know, you live in hope that, oh, maybe they'll redeem themselves. It was just a dream. And something will, <laughs> something will happen that will make it not quite so absolutely horrible. And, and it doesn't. It's, and it's so badly filmed. So the last 20 minutes of the film is all these Mexican gangsters going through the tunnels and... How do they find the tunnels? Uh, well, jo John Robert makes a big mistake because as they arrive, he blows up most of his field, oh. which collapses so they can get into the tunnels. And then every time they turn around a corner, they hit a little tripwire and something either smashes into their face, into their chest, into their back or something like that. And it did remind me of Home Alone. That this is like an 18-rated, right, okay. really nasty <laughs> Home Alone. And it, it's just, it, honestly, reprehensible is the word. It is, uh, no, don't go and see it. Don't give them your money. Well, Duncan really liked that film then. Hey, guess who's Should here? Let's have some comedy relief. Let's have some comedy relief. Okay. We need it. Uh, coming up after eight o'clock, Colin Besley will be here. And oh, hello. And, and he's here <laughs> hello, now. I'm here now. Hi, Colin. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Nice to see you again. Nice dinner. We saw you earlier. Yes, very good. Thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, people don't know we see you because because we were on drive time. No one listens to that. Oh, I see. You're now, you're now talking to real people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's on your show tonight, Colin? <laughs> Well, you could probably tell me because you, you were here earlier. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't listening or caring. I, I, I'd imagine there's a comedian you. You and something Justin to do. Morehouse and some climate. Ch very someone you were here, weren't you? Climate earlier. change man. Oh, very good. Yeah, about climate. Matt winning. Yes. There we go. But why don't you tell us prop? Tell us properly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, we'll be chatting to Justin Morehouse, a comedian, and he's coming to Norden Farm Maidenhead on the 1st of November, the day after our birthday slash Brexit day. Slash Halloween. Bill, yes. There's a lot happening on that day. That day yeah, uh, so that'll be very good. His tour, Northern Joker, he was here uh, in November last year, so obviously likes the area in November. And also Matt Winning, who's a climate change comedian. He does funny stuff about 
a serious subject. It's educational as well, though. Oh, that's very good. And he's coming to the Trinity United Reformed Church, well known for its comedy, uh, on the 12th of October. More importantly, what did you have for dinner? Oh, uh, it's something I like to call a simply cook mini roast. Nice. Is it in microwave or oven? Oven. Oven, okay. Well, it's not now, obviously. No, well, it's in your belly. <laughs> That's very nice. Good. Yes. Yeah, excellent. That's 35 to 40 minutes. Oh, excellent. Far, <laughs> That's the instructions. Well. More information than we needed. Thank you very much. I'm sure, I'm sure it's lovely. It's Colin Besley. He will be here. Eight o'clock. Thank you. Yes, yes. Talking, talking Matt winning. Yes. I'd hate to have been him as a kid if you didn't win come first in oh, sports but day. Oh, winning. You should yeah. win everything. That is Who, true. Matt winning came last. Oh, oh. the irony. Um, <laughs> let's have some film news, shall we? Or shall we... Oh, I pressed oh, one. That's terrible. <laughs> Try again. Let's have some film news, shall we? Or should we talk about Rambo some more? No. <laughs> Save it for next week. I could carry on. You could ramble on about Rambo. I could ramble on about Rambo for quite some time. Save it from the podcast. Can I just, can I just it say, out. it was in the news today, and um, Sam Ben Tom mentioned it as well, uh, the um, the guy who wrote the original book. Because mm. the original, everyone thinks Rambo are terrible, jingoistic films about, you know, a guy fighting for America. And the first one wasn't. It was kind of a very contained piece about a Vietnam vet living in a forest uh, fighting off some bad men and it was a really good film and it wasn't even called Rambo it was just called First Blood his character was called Rambo the films didn't become Rambo until the second one but the guy who wrote the original novel and obviously created the character has come out to say that this film is absolutely disgusting and he feels ashamed that he created the character so it's not just me not just you it's not no. just me there are other people <sighs> breathe should we talk about it some more no let's have some film news uh, thank you very much um, in bad film news, oh, no. sorry, Princess Bride, the wonderful... Uh, please tell me everyone's seen The seen Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, God. Come on, guys. Yes? I've heard of it. Oh. So, so we've got a heard of, hasn't seen, and three scenes. I've seen it. Okay. It's on, uh, it's on a, I believe it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, it's on Netflix. watch it. I yeah. That's your homework for next yeah. week. Please watch okay. The Princess Bride. It's one no. of the best films Diaries. ever made. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch The Princess Diaries. No. <laughs> Princess Bride. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, in bad news, Sony Pictures uh, uh, have mooted the idea that they want to remake the film, which is a terrible, terrible idea. He said... We have so many people coming to us saying we want you to remake this film. Rubbish. I doubt it. No one's ever said that. <laughs> No one. Uh, one fan wrote on Twitter, I like that in these chaotic times we can all put aside our differences and agree that no one should remake <laughs> no. The Princess Bride. And Kerry Elwes, who played the lead character in The Princess Bride, he tweeted, uh, there is a shortage of perfect movies in the world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Do you think they're going to do it now? Now that everyone's gone, no, don't do it. The problem with Hollywood is... They like money? They like money. Yeah. So if they think it's going to make some money, they will remake it. Yes. But the good thing is... The original will still be there. That's true. They will not destroy the original, so you can just ignore any terrible remake. But then again, some remakes, you know, Solaris, the George Clooney Solaris, was better than the Tarkovsky original. Ocean's Eleven was better than the original Ocean's Eleven. So you never know. Will you, you watch it, know. Toby? Yes. Will you watch it, Mason? Yes. The least I, I don't believe any yes of them. I have ever heard in my life. Okay. Um, a film that we'll be reviewing next week, um, The Goldfinch. Uh, uh, which stars Ansel Elgort and um, I've forgotten her name. Good. <laughs> What's her name? Her, Nicole Kidman. 
I've was, heard of her. Yeah, it was released last week at the US box office, and it's a massive film based on a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel. Uh, only took two six two point six million from two and a half thousand locations. It's going to be one of the biggest flops uh, in box office history. Wow! So there you go. Not good. Not good at but all. But we will review it next week. The um the the who did you say what? Who did you say was acting in it? Ansel Elgort and Nicole Kidman. He looks a bit like uh, Taron Egerton in the trailer. I'll have nothing bad said about Ansel Elgort. Okay. Thank you very much. Or Taron Egerton, for that matter. And that is where my paper leaves off. There was something else. What? Ah, the um, auction that's taking place. Oh, tell me more. Yes. Right. Y- sorry? I've got the right um, yes. auction Yes, there's an auction taking place in, I think it's in London this week or next week, where you can buy um, film memorabilia. Okay. If you'd like anything. Let me guess, they're all really expensive and you have to win the lottery if you want to actually win, buy something. Uh, by, by looking at some of the prices, yeah. Can we play the uh, prices right? We can, uh, okay, uh, the Terminator jacket, the original ta- jacket from uh, the Terminator, uh, how much do you think that is estimated to go for? Do you know uh, what? The printing on this is so bad I can barely <laughs> read it. But anyway, oh no, I can see it, I yeah. That is the jacket. Um, um, I'm going to say a million. You fool. Um, <laughs> Ten grand. Fifteen. Ten grand. Ooh. A winner Ooh. in the corner Ooh. there. Well done. Oh, we got sound effects as well. Um, <laughs> a remote control R2-D2 from uh, Star Wars. Ooh. Oh, sorry, from Rogue One. Not from oh, the original okay. Star Wars. Well, then, it's <laughs> from Rogue One. £1. How much do you think that would go? Is it estimated to go for? £8,000. £8,000. 15. 15. 15. 50. 80. 80. 60 what? to £80,000 for that one. Thank what? you. Hang on, to be fair. It makes no sense. Why is one talking really high? I don't know. <laughs> uh, my, um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I can't actually read what this film was from. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Godfather. I think. Ah, The Godfather. Robert De Niro's jacket from The Godfather. His oh, brown suede oh, jacket. Okay. Yes, Don Corleone's jacket from The Godfather. Uh, and the gun. No, no, we're doing the gun separately. Oh, what, okay. do you think the, what do you think the jacket will go for? That's another jacket. Let's go for 10,000. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. 15,000. 10,000. 10 to 15,000. Oh. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Uh, a Walter PPK from the Bond films. I really can't read Is that. Is that a gun or what? Uh, yes, yes, it is yes, a gun. Um, I'm going to say, it's James Bond, so I'm going to say 15,000. It's a gun, though, 20,000. Oh, that's better. I can read it now. Well, the done. lights are I've forgotten we were sitting in here like mole people. <laughs> uh, yes, 20, how much? 15,000. 20,000. 8,000. 8, Up to 60,000. Oh. Ah, the original mask from Tim Burton's Batman. Ooh, oh, that's going to be a lot. That's yeah, that will be a lot. 50,000. 50, 30, 40, 40, between 80 and 120,000. Oh, uh, the Riddler, Jim Carrey's Riddler costume from Batman and Robin. The whole thing? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yes, costume, yeah, the whole thing. 50,000. 10,000. 80. 10 to 15. Oh. Oh, okay. Not so good. Uh, and the lightsaber used by Max Windu. Mace Windu. Max just for you, Duncan. Sorry, I'm, I'm sitting next to a mace. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I got it wrong. Sorry, let's do that again. We, this isn't live, is it? Yes. <laughs> oh, so the lightsaber used by Mace Windu, Windu well done. in uh, one of the Star Wars films. That's got to be a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, it's from the first, it's from one, two, or three, so that it's not like it's from 20, four, five, or six. 20,000. 10. 60. 50 to 100. Oh. And Spock's science officer costume from the original Star Trek TV series. Oh, Lovely blue costume. 80,000. 50. 
70. 50 to 70. Oh. Oh. Very good. So there you go. If you want any of those, they are up for auction this week. Oh, just go and rob a bank or something. We, no. Wickham Sound does not condone the robbing of banks. <laughs> Shops are fine, but not, not a bank. No. Seriously, though, all these things are just going to probably go into museums yes. or... Mm. Hard rock cafes. Or hard rock cafes, because no one can afford that. There's a couple there I could afford. Really? Yeah. Which one? Not telling you. <laughs> okay. But if you see me walking in next week in a, in a Batman mask and a, ri- a Riddler costume, you'll know exactly how much I've wasted. With a lightsaber. Yes. I'll, I'll also obviously be homeless because I yes, won't be. Um, that's about it for this oh. week. Oh. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But next week, not What's such a big week? week. We have got the Goldfinch. Okay. Which uh, obviously hasn't done very well in America, no. but you never know. We live and learn, don't we? We do. Will you be going to see it, Toby? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, no, sorry, Joke is next on your list, isn't it? It is. <laughs> okay, okay. Only got a week to wait. Uh, and also Ready or Not, which is the new horror slash comedy-ish, which looks really good, which actually stars um, a girl from Home and Away. Oh, Margot Robbie? No. No, no, I've forgotten her name, but she is the niece of Agent... Um, the agent in the Matrix, and I can't remember her name for the life of me. But are, you, are you on a film program? Yeah, but this is her breakout role. That everyone thinks this is going to make her really big. She was actually in three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, but only had a very small part. She was one of the daughters in that. But yeah, and then there's four other films out, but got, uh, but um, Cineworld won't tell me which ones they're going to be showing. Have you tweeted them? Of course I've tweeted them. <laughs> Should we see if they've updated you their? Can see, uh, yeah. Let's have a look. But Ready or Not looks really good. And what's that about? It's a horror film about uh, a woman who has to play hide-and-seek with her new family before they'll allow her to marry. It's like Get Out, just different. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, yeah, they have got it up. The Farewell is on at Wickham, Yay. as from Friday. So we'll be reviewing Ready or Not and The Goldfinch and Tomorrow. And how can people get in contact if they see any of the films? Uh, they can email us at uh, mondaymoviesatwickhamsound.org.uk. They can tweet us. Uh, we are at... Wickham, Wickham Sound, Sound well or Instagram at Wickham Sound or Facebook Wixo Monday Movies very nice or 01494 you can WhatsApp us a very nice uh, new header on the Monday Movies Facebook page is that? Uh, yes I haven't seen that how rude I'd have to have been a been there for a week I was wondering really? to see who's noticed I'd given in I didn't notice it changed. I'll have to have a look. Uh, if you've enjoyed this show, and why wouldn't you have done, you can listen to it all again <laughs> all again on the website, wickhamsound.org.uk, listen again, or the podcast will be up probably sometime around <laughs> October. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but uh, Luke, Mason, Tom, Dick and Harry, and Toby, thank you very much. <laughs> thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you, Duncan. You're very welcome. And we're back. So you loved Rambo, I then. loved Rambo. <laughs> yes, I you think did. I think team outing to go and see it. No, thank you. No? Um, I do feel like that we need to say thank you and goodbye. From, see you later. To, to Tom, Tom Ben Tom Ben Sam. Yeah. Tom Ben yes, Sam. His yeah, name he's very is good. Tom. Tom, yes. For some reason, I just keep calling him Sam. My yeah, fault, apparently. Because he keeps talking about Sam Fender, and Sam Fender is young and blonde, so I just, uh, you know... They're too merge and yeah, he didn't seem to mind. No, I don't think he's going home crying himself to sleep. I hope not, Tom. If you're listening, I hope you're fine. No, Tom, Tom will be fine. (gasps) Something that we did miss from last week. What was that? Because last week's podcast did have a special guest, and that was Toby's dad, Dave. Oh yeah, Dave. Dave. Yeah, how's Dave? Is Dave listening to the show? Uh, He was listening tonight. 
Oh, uh, yeah, he was listening. Oh, to and he's not going to be on. You have tend to listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, no, he will, will be on I'll this week's show. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because we talked about him. We talked about Dave. And, uh, all right, Dave. And, uh, it all went, didn't it? Yeah, we did. God love him. What's his mum's name? Michelle. Michelle Dave and Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Sounds like characters from EastEnders. Sue's <laughs> <laughs> so moved in at the corner. Ah, oh, it's Dave and Michelle, isn't it? Dave and Michelle Stubbs. Oh, the Stubbs are in. <laughs> that is yeah. a. That sounds like an EastEnders like proper. Yeah, it is. Dave and Michelle Stubbs. Stubbs. Yeah, yeah, with their son Toby. Oh, they're in the Vic again. Oh. The Stubbs. <laughs> Get out my pub. <laughs> I like that. It's good. Yeah. 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 They're they're not like that at all. Okay. No, I didn't know. I, I honestly, you you look like you're very very well brought up. Yeah. Where were you brought up, Toby? In Jazz Cross. Uh, Hello, in Jazz Cross. So, yeah, very well brought up. Mm. What about you? Well, no. (laughs) You weren't well brought up at all. No. No. What about you? Um, Houghton Regis. Where? Just outside Dunstable. Yeah, Dunstable. Oh, right. That seems fairly nice. It's not. No? (laughs) You think that because it's Regis. And it's near Dunstable. (laughs) You see. Dunstable's not particularly Well, nice. no, it's got a zoo, though. But do you know why places are called Regis? Like Bogner. Like Bogner. Oh, well, I don't know what the word... Is uh, this off your what rhymes with no, purple? No, 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 this is just a historical fact. When uh, King Henry VIII used to visit a town, mm. uh, if he stayed there for one night, it would be uh, renamed with Regis at the end. I can only think of Bogner. I think there's quite a lot. Can I have a look? I'm not that fast, but if you want to. But I think there <laughs> are quite, content for the podcast. I think there are quite a lot of Regis. Regis oh, yeah, I only know Bogner, to be fair. Uh, what are you actually Googling? Regis. Well, yeah, but when you need to put in towns with Regis. Well, that would make sense. You know? And I could be wrong. I've just known this since I was a child, and it could just be an old wife. Is this wife's what you tale. were told? Yeah. By who? The teacher? Probably an old wife. So it probably is an old wife's tale. Mm. Uh, Lime? Lime Regis. Bear? Bear, Bear Regis. Houghton? Houghton Regis, where I born. Bogner. That's where I came from, not born. Bogner Regis. Yeah. Brompton, Milton, Wyke, Malcolm, Rowley. There you go. Well, he's staying in quite a few places. Grafton, Newton, Beeston, See? Kingsbury, Salcombe, Hatfield, Barton Regis, 100, nice, Letcombe and Te- Tettenham. There you go. So that's a, quite it's a Henry VIII And he didn't thing. have a car. And so hang on. So the following list of places includes both the granted a royal title or status by express with a specific monarch and those with prefix, prefixes or suffixes such as Kings or Regis. Mm. What about Kings Regis? That's a place, isn't it? I mean, no, probably that means Kings Langley, places like that. Oh, okay. And mm. Kings Landing. Royal Borough. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. That's fascinating. That is. Yeah. Have you got any cur- rhymes with purple words? Or was that? For uh, us? No, not really. No? There was very, but I'm old and I sit in the car listening to the podcast. Going, oh, that's fascinating. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that word's fantastic. And then when I get out of the car, I can't forget. remember them. No, robbery was a very good one. Oh, the word robbery, robbery that was from the Romans robes because people who stole stuff used to cover themselves quickly in robes. And run what about make you more obvious? Mm. It's just the definition of the word. We're not oh, okay. talking about you know if it's historically accurate. <laughs> I was going to say that's where <laughs> who stole it? Oh, with the man with the robe on his head. That's where it comes comes from. Oh, you see. oh okay, yeah. Mm. And we t- I told you parlour and parliament. Yes, I? there's a whole pod- there's a whole promo mm. about yeah, that. Yeah, parlour that comes from uh, you know the parlour mm-hmm. in your house. Mm-hmm. It comes from the French parler to talk, somewhere to talk, hence parliament, parliament. somewhere mm-hmm. to shout yeah, loudly. Somewhere to shout, yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating podcast. Very good. Not as good as... No, please. It's not, it's not in the same league, obviously. It's not in Monday uh, movies. But it is good. Good. Yeah. That's very good. 
anything exciting you want to bring to the Toby ta- Toby table? Uh, the Toby table. Joker comes out next week. No. Yes. No. Yes. Can we talk about? Oh yes. Can we talk about the next Friday? It's October next week. Next Friday. Yeah. It is October next week. Uh, no, that's crazy. So what? This Friday or next Friday? Next, next Friday. Friday. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, not this Friday. So it's, uh, sorry, it's week after. Were you in, in the show when I told you what we were talking about next week? <laughs> yeah? Sorry, I thought you meant is in this week. Sorry. Yeah. What? Hello? I'm confused now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. No, next week we will be reviewing tomorrow, What? Radio Not and The Goldfinch. So no big blockbuster no. next week, really. Mm. Yeah. But the week after, The Joker. Not I, The Joker, sorry. Joker. Joker. Just Joker. Just I can't Joker. believe it's October. I know. It's the end Christmas. of the year what? is rapidly approaching. I know. Australia is rapidly approaching. Two years felt about a month ago. I know. Toby, it's depressing, we get it? rid of him for two weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. Well, there'll be no show. Yeah, that's true. Oh, even better. On that note, I'm leaving. Oh, no, we don't. Go on then. Goodbye. Oh, just heard. Can you get me a coffee? Toby, Toby, I've just heard we've won an award. Really? Yeah, we've won. Just us two. Well, Toby's not uh, not part of it. Duncan's not part of it anymore. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. So it's just us. Oh, amazing news. Yeah. That's good. What's wrong? Yes? Yes. I felt bad leaving. <laughs> okay. Any okay. news on the awards? <laughs> no, 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 I don't think no, we got it. Nothing at all. <laughs> Fingers no. crossed. Fingers everybody. crossed. This Fingers time crossed. next week. You'll t- so you'll be able to tell if we won an award because we'll either start like this. Oh my God! Or we're going, yeah, we've not oh, heard anything. Or we've well, not I won't be here because I've said if I'm not nominated for anything, I'm just quitting. <laughs> so, you know. Because, you know, it's all part of the community. Yeah, taking part that yeah. counts, right? No. No. No, that's just so hang ridiculous, on. What okay. politically correct mumbo-jumbo. It's not the taking part, it's the winning. If you didn't want to win, don't take part. So, all right, Ranty. Um, will you leave if you get Best Male nominated? Will I leave? Yeah. Not if I'm nominated no, for something, okay. no. So if I'm anything, nominated just for anything. anything. Yeah, just need a nomination. <laughs> Dear Martin. Just need a nomination for something, please. Right. Just anything. Yeah, anything. I, I really think we've got a good shot of getting Monday movies in. Excellent. Because I think it's funny. Then I think we should go to the award ceremony, get horribly drunk, <laughs> and then when our name's called, we just go up and make a fool of ourselves. <laughs> we do that every week at between seven and eight. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good. then. Well, that's about it. Next that's week, it. we may find out if we're award nominated or not. That'll be good. That'll that's be that is exciting. Exciting. It's exciting. very exciting. That yes. is exciting. Um, Obviously, if we're not, I won't be here. <laughs> So good luck. Pros and cons. Yep. Every, every <laughs> silver cloud. lining has a cloud. All right, every, every cloud, cloud has, has a silver lining. lining. Yeah, uh, Toby, thank you. Thank you, Luke. Duncan, Why Luke? are you doing this again? No, no, it's no, my no. show. Come on, man. Toby, thank you. Thank you, Duncan. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye. 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 Yeah. Ta-ta. Goodbye. See ya. I always want the last word. Yeah, I do. Goodbye. Goodbye. Stop it. <laughs> no. Cheers. Bye. Press the button. (laughs) You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.